Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the NESGP Sessional GP Magazine Review. It comes out on video and on podcast. And I'm Richard Fieldhouse. I've just um, finished with the magazine, as in it's now published online, ready for you to have a read-through. And over the next 24 hours there'll be a PDF version and you'll be getting an email about this as well. In fact, that's probably how you're watching this video. Uh, since I last did this video and podcast... Um, it's what we're now into mid early early mid June. Um, the COVID nineteen pandemic is still going. We're, lockdown is starting to ease. We're starting as an organisation to get um, bookings through. We've had in the last hour up here in uh, in HQ down here on the south coast in in, in HQ, we've had some thirty thirty five instant books come through just in the last few hours even. So there's definitely more activity. Picking up, I just hope hope it continues like this. Whether it's just a blip, but hopefully it'll it continue. Um, we have been having uh, regular uh, web meetings with our chamber members, and, and we had one earlier this week. Uh, and and it, it it's 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 across the board. Bookings are way way down. Some sort of uh, uh, eight out of ten bookings seems to have been cancelled or just not happening. We've just done a, a back of the fag packet calculation on appraisals because at the moment, as you know, no one's having an appraisal. There's 65,000 GPs in the UK. So that's 65,000 appraisals that aren't happening and 65,000 appraisal sessions that aren't being done by appraisers. And that comes to the equivalent of about 600 full-time GPs who are now not, and that's just the actual appraisal meeting itself, not only preparation. So we've, so that, we've got that much extra GPs in the system seeing patients. So we've cancelled holidays, cancelled meetings, all these things going on. Um, there just isn't the need at the moment for GP locums. We've had some stories, um, I had one again earlier this week of, of locums, Again, cancelled at the last minute, um, literally uh, when they're in the surgery and even having their rates slashed by practices, and um, uh, which is which is not good to hear. But 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 we're we're with you on this. Please please stick with it. Um, it really cannot be long now until things start to pick up again, and they will, and they will pick up big big time. Practices are going to really need us. Um, they need every single one of us. Anyway. So on the mag onto the magazine. Um, first page, beautiful front cover by Claire. Claire is, is, is one of our long-standing NASGP members, prolific artist, does some wonderful um, paintings. We love to, to produce those in the magazine. Our first article is from Rachel Birch, who's from Medical Protection Society. Uh, it's on this phenomenon called tunneling. So when you're rushing, um, really busy, uh, at, you're in surgery, um, and, and it just stops you being able to take to take that step back. And, and if, if errors are arising and you're conscious that, that, that issues are happening, maybe a patient hasn't been referred in the right way, but it's so easy to not take step back and, and work out how you can then feed that back into the, into the system. It's a system-based error. And how can we as locums uh, utilise the learning that we've personally made from that to stop it happening again. It can be really difficult to do as a locum um, and, and Rachel's got some great ideas um, and advice on, on how to do that. Next article is some, uh, again, an NASGP member who got in touch totally independently, Isabel Hayworth, and this is on GP tutors, GP locums working as GP tutors and how valuable it can be for us and for medical students 
um, to, to have time sitting with a GP locum when in surgery and learning from us as we go along and, and our particular, um, well, both our particular way of, of, of approaching consultation, but of course our, just our general wisdom and knowledge that we can feed uh, into medical students. Good few years back, I, I did this myself for about five years. I was uh, a GP tutor. I used to go on to Southampton University about 10 times a year or so and, and uh, run a group. I got some great training, really enjoyed it. Money wasn't great, and Isabel talks about that, but it, 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 it's, it's, it's so much more from that. And I think it, it's a really interesting uh, thing to add to your portfolio. Very valuable and worth doing, I think. So great article, and based on this, some, some research Isabel's done. Um, SEIWS, so Self-Employment Income Support Scheme. Uh, we've got Liz Densley, our specialist medical accountant, um, who gives an update. And the, might, might remember in the previous magazine, Liz did an article on that. There's been an update uh, about how to apply for it. You've actually got to go out there and do it. You can't get someone else to do it for you. So, um, so worth the read, some, some interesting stuff there. Judith Harvey, again another long-standing contributor. Judith's written one on, on not about the new normal, but about about not going back to the old normal. And um, I just just read something to you that Judith wrote in that. Um, her article's called "Beware the Old Normal." She says it will be a fight to protect successful reconfigurations worked out from the bottom up against top-down attempts to reassert power through forcing the system back into failed channels. I had to read that three times before I understood it, but it's very profound, very wise. Um, and as always, Judith's articles are full of, uh, of great um, um, uh, uh, ways of looking at sort of uh, these thought pieces of, uh, and, and, and goes into you know, all the stuff we need to actually learn and not go back to from, because of COVID and the lockdown and everything. Uh, Nigel Farah from Legal and Medical, again, a specialist financial advisor. Um, great experience with locums, um, and they've got an article about death in service. It's a follow-up to the article we produced last time from lawyer Ray Levy about the death in service scheme. But Ray uh, um, Nigel goes much more into um, what the different options are, are out there compared to the government options that are on offer various governments, English governments, Scottish government, but also actually how particularly the younger you are how really really cheaply um, you can buy a life insurance life assurance policy which is a death in service policy equivalent to what you'd get from your pension probably better um, and and just very much life assurance companies are very much open for business so do do check that out we've also got actually got two articles from Nigel this month another one is on on tax-free child care again it's part of the COVID response from the government Again, if you've got if you've got little kids, worth a read on how to go out and, and get that. And lastly, from um, from uh, Louise is a Louise Hatman is an article uh, of a review of the latest nice nice guidelines on abdominal aortic aneurysm. What to look out for management and also screening. Um, now every male at the age of sixty five will get a letter inviting them for screening. And every male over 66, 66 or older, um, can, can um, uh, sign up for screening if they, because they won't have been sent a letter. I didn't know that. So I thought that was quite a useful one to have when next time you're speaking to any man 66 years or older. 
Anyway, I hope this has been of interest. I hope you find these videos valuable. You certainly get some nice feedback about them. Um, I promise I'll iron my shirt next time. And um, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And uh, thank you for being an NESGP member and for reading our magazine. Goodbye.